Welcome to Not Another Wrestling Talk Show, the show for wrestling fans everywhere. Your hosts, as always, are Fog Jones, at the Fog Jones on X slash Twitter, and The Mask J, Feed Your Mask on X slash Twitter. Join us every week as we discuss the latest wrestling news, rumors, and reviews. So whether you're a casual fan or a hardcore enthusiast, Not Another Wrestling Talk Show is the show for you. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, share, and hit the thumbs up and that bell for notifications on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to follow us on social media for the latest updates. Thanks for listening. And now, here are your hosts, Fog Jones and The Masked Jay. What's going on, everybody? It is your favorite new talk show. This is not another wrestling talk show, formerly known as The WrestlePod. Same guys. It's still me, Fog Jones. It's still the Mass J. We're rebranding already. Third episode in. Do plan on having a guest. Hopefully they join soon. But here's what's on the agenda for today. It's a lot to talk about. As uh, Uncle Howdy reveals himself to be the Mass J. We're going to be talking about the most recent big news for WWE. And there's actually a few things. Um, those being the layoffs which we have the list here. We'll go through go through each of those superstars, talk about them in a little bit, some of them more in-depth than others. Uh, we are going to talk about the new WWE uh, television slash streaming rights deals that some are on the horizon, some we have some info on, such as SmackDown. We're going to talk a little bit about Jade Cargill, time in AEW versus uh, the rumor and report that she will be signed or is signed to the WWE. We are going to do a little chatting on CM Punk, I think. Because I see a lot of that going around, a lot of that buzz on X or Twitter, talking about him coming to WWE, what would that look like, how would it work, and then we'll go over just briefly at the end, the upcoming schedule. There's a lot of stuff going on with the show, um, so so we're trying to add some new things, tie some new things in. We have a lot of guests coming up, and we'll talk about that kind of towards the end. Uh, the Mass J, what do you got? What are your thoughts? How's your Sunday? Man, what a Sunday it is. I am ready to get this going. I am ready to knock this out. I am ready to get some more people involved. Yep. I love it. So what do you what do you think is bigger news right now? I mean, we could start anywhere and it's a hot topic. Um, what do you think's the biggest news coming out? Do you think it's what we've heard about SmackDown or do you think it's the the layoffs? I probably would say the layoffs, but what do you think? I definitely would agree the layoffs are way more newsworthy than the deal that WWE got for SmackDown, which actually wasn't wasn't as high as they really wanted. Yeah. Realistically, they were shooting for much higher. Uh, but obviously, as we can tell, they did not get it. Uh, Fox yeah. was willing to let their number one rated show on Fridays just go. Yeah. And uh, NBCU picked it right up. We'll put it back on the USA Network. But the real shocker in that, the real fun behind that, is the fact that Raw and NXT were not announced as re-signed with it. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting, huh? I think it's interesting, um, and I didn't do a whole lot of digging into that, but maybe you can share. So SmackDown, I, I believe the television rights deals were around the same time, or are they far off? And I'm wondering if the timing is the reason for it. I would say timing is the same. Roughly the same. That's what it looked like, because I think they were both yeah. 2024, it, it's right? All, it's all the same thing. It's supposed to be, yeah, I believe, October of 2024. Yeah. Um, that's obviously that's when thought. SmackDown will 
air on USA. Um, yeah. And hopefully soon, uh, I mean, hopefully soon we'll get news as far as where Raw is going to be. Um, a lot of people don't believe that it could leave uh, Monday nights. A lot of people right. won't believe that it will leave USA Network. But we've seen it in the past. It left USA before. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, anything is possible with WWE right now with under TKO officially. They're looking for a lot of changes, and they're looking yeah. for uh, big money, essentially. And they know what you know WWE is worth. And they're going to stick to their guns for the most part, I think. And they'll, they'll settle on something for sure, because they're not going to just let the rights deal just randomly just die yeah. off and have no home. But, yeah, you it, know, it, it, it's interesting, though. It's just, it's almost like, well, maybe this is a plan by USA to try to knock down their asking price. Like, yeah, we'll buy SmackDown. We'll, we'll take care of it for the next four years. Uh, but, you know, let, let's keep working on Raw. We'll keep working on yeah. NXT. But I think, what I think is, NXT is probably going to end up streaming again. And Raw is either going to stay on USA, stay on Monday nights, or someone's going to swoop in, like Amazon, yeah. and they're going to take they're going to take the rights of Raw, and we're going to see Raw on Amazon Prime Video. Can you imagine what a? I mean, that is the future in general, but it is. But that's massive. That's that's pretty massive for Raw. Yeah, like Monday Night Raw to go to streaming wow. seems like we're fast tracking the future in a way. Well, I mean, here, co- here's COVID what kind of did that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? I mean, subscriber for for any general television uh, subscription is just in general like dying ten percent or more or so a year. I think is some of the figures over the past few years. So you you've got these like these declining figures there. But here here's what I'm curious about, and you see a lot of people bickering online. I mean. One of my favorite follows is Raj Geary and Raj Raj is like, he's always cooking on there and he's, he's got good opinions, but he's also got really good business knowledge and he's been doing this a long time. Um, and I see him chatting back and forth and I see others in the community talking a lot about the the value. And um, you alluded to it just a minute ago that WWE was expecting a percentage much higher. And I think the number being thrown around that they actually got was 40%. So yeah. Um, that's, what's interesting. And here's, here's where I'm a little like thrown on this is USA just picked up SmackDown, right? Yeah. Friday night SmackDown airs on Fox. I don't understand why people think because USA picked them up, it's going to go to Monday nights. And I see a lot of people saying that they're like, Oh, SmackDown's going to be on Mondays. And it's like, where did you get that from? Did you hear anything like that? There's been absolutely zero word on what day of the week SmackDown will be on in October of 2024. Right. They are probably not going to announce that till sometime next year, probably mid next year, right. when they really start heavily promoting the big changeover from Fox to you know USA Network. Yeah. People are making a big deal about that. And again, it's kind of like, you know, we're 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 jumping the shark here a little bit. And then also right. people talking about um monday night raw like going to friday and it's like where where are we getting this from like where is this coming from all we know at this time is that fox 
actually, we don't technically know this, but I'm going to throw it in there because it's the only thing that makes sense is Fox didn't see the value. And my understanding is they actually were not getting a return on investment from SmackDown. Um, but again, I I don't know if that's true that, or not. That's just what you that's, hear. That's the only part true that uh, you can say is Fox didn't see a return. Yeah. Um, because obviously the ad rates, I mean, the, the cost of ad slots on uh, TV for wrestling is always really low. Yeah. So they're just not seeing that return. And it's not that there isn't money in, in SmackDown or Raw or anything. It's just that it's not what they want, especially when you have Fox or NBCU and Amazon right. all this stuff that they have to answer to shareholders. Right. And if the shareholders are upset, guess what? They, it doesn't matter how, if they're number one in the ratings as far as the demo or overall viewership every single week, it doesn't matter because they're just not seeing that money in return. But it's yeah. still, it's still astonishing. It's still shocking right. that, you know, there goes SmackDown on Fox. Which generates the highest viewership across the WWE brand. And now something that uh, we've been talking about for the past couple episodes, the past couple weeks now is NXT. Um, I did dig back through NXT's old ratings and it looked like when they came out of the box, they were doing actually numbers that were in many cases better than they're doing now. And so I've been wondering and saying like, is this leakage of main roster to NXT and vice versa? Is this a play to bring up the overall ratings for NXT? I can't say that it was or not because I don't have a friend to ask in, in WWE, but you can see that it's working. And then, then it kind of pulled the trigger and they're like, okay, well, listen, we put Seth, we put Dirty Dom on there. We put all these, you know, different people. We've had some mingling. We've had Tiffany on just kind of making appearances. We've had these other matches, um, you know, on Raw or SmackDown featuring NXT talent, not much, but it is bringing up the ratings. So let's go ahead and throw a full-time main main roster talent, such as Becky Lynch over there and give her a belt. And the story was there. I mean, I like the story. Some people are bitter about it, but hey, you can't please everyone, right? And she captures the belt. She never won. They get a full-time, well over uh, full-time champ now from the main roster. The ratings appear to be going up. Do you think that is kind of a way to say like, Look at the viewership increase just by making this one change to pump oh, the value to of join that us, show. Man. Sorry to interrupt you, but we actually no, have you're somebody good. here. Who do we got? Who do we have? Who do we got? The Look Swerve Show. The Swerve Show. Hey, buddy. Looks like he's connecting. You gotta connect. Yeah, we interrupt your broadcast to let a guest in. Do it. There, there we go. Is. What's going Boom. on? Uh oh. Wear a mask too. There it is. <laughs> the Swerve Mask Show. What's up, guys? Sorry for hey. being late. Long oh, day man. last night. All the craziness on Twitter and me trying to capitalize off the name Swerve trending on Twitter kept me up till two a.m. Plus, yeah. oh, my cleaning goodness. my room with Clorox <laughs> probably got to me big time. So I'm here with a <laughs> cup of coffee and ready nice. to rock and roll with you guys. Thank you for having me on. Hey, Hello. the most important thing here is thanks for joining us. We're very excited to have you. We decided to get rocking and rolling because there's some stuff, you know, we're going to get out the way, but you're going to mm -hmm. jump in. So let's start with this, man. What do you want us to call you? Um, wow, that's a good, um, Swerve sounds so corny. Dominic was my thing before Dominic was the thing. I can't abbreviate Nick because Nick rhymes with, you know, what else? And then, uh, <laughs> 
Um, well, yeah, 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 swerve. For, yeah, swerve? Why not? swerve. We let's have do it. Uh, J in your name, so we let's yeah. go. Let's rock. Let's yeah, all right. So, it. so how let's and get Bob a proper Jones. introduction. Yeah, all right. So, let's <laughs> do this, right? Let's do it we proper, call, right? We call him Froggy Jones. Yeah, <laughs> all right. We're gonna to do me. this the right way. Here's your intro. Are you ready? Are you ready, Swerve? I'm ready. I'm ready. Sit back, give me a minute. I might stumble, but we're gonna okay. do this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens and time travelers tuning in from galaxies far, far away. Hold on to your seats and prepare for an audio extravaganza of cosmic proportions. We've got a guest today who is not just a legend in their field. They're practically a living, breathing, walking encyclopedia of awesomeness. Brace yourselves because this guest is about to unleash a tidal wave of knowledge, charisma, and wit that'll make your eardrums sing with delight. Now, imagine if Einstein... Shakespeare and Beyonce had a love child, and that love child decided to take over the podcasting universe. That is the kind of energy we're bringing to you today. Our guest is the epitome of brilliance, the embodiment of talent, and the living embodiment of a mic drop moment. They've scaled the highest peaks of their profession, broken records, redefined entire industries, and made history while sipping on their morning coffee and probably doing a triple backflip just for fun. So grab your earmuffs because your ears are about to be rocked, your minds are about to be blown, and your hearts are about to be stolen by the one, the only, Swerve! I actually have to agree with every single thing that Fog Jones just said right there. Thank you very much. You might have forgotten a few more other things, but we'll get that into another conversation later on. But <laughs> thank you for having me on this show. This is awesome. This is... um. Oh man, I, I, man, what an intro! That was awesome. I'm, I'm stuttering, but um... I can't do it again. I, I mean, that's it. <laughs> You're lucky I got through that. That's do us bad. a favor, man. So, like, uh, you know, for for people that that somehow don't know you, which would be okay. kind of surprising if they found this, but they don't know you because I'm new to this, right? And and yeah. the Mass J and I have just kind of started this up about actually two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, wh what do what do people need to know about you? Tell us about you. You've been on uh tmz and you've done a lot mm -hmm. of other stuff is that correct Could, give us yes give us your own um, let me see if i could break down a little uh 30 second resume introduction well my name is a swear show i've done tmz articles a day i at least call me once a month to get my thoughts on certain wrestling antics that have been happening around the world as well as i did write with the uh, wwe house shows back in 2004 only did one with Victoria and Trish and got fired for being late. And that's a story within itself. And I decided to create a podcast because why not? Everybody else does it. It seemed easy at the time. I looked up to people like Sean Ross Sapp and whatnot, yeah. created a, webs uh, a website during the pandemic, uh, created a lot of friends, grew throughout that time and love wrestling i started watching in the early 90s i know your hulk hogan's your wcw's tna's aw's etc etc i'm personally known for hating AEW now even though i do like it i hate watch it but uh i like all <laughs> of wrestling and AEW just makes it that much easier for me to grow because negativity runs wild in the community especially yeah. in the wrestling community that's why you have people like JD from New York up there in numbers. You have Jim Cornette having the biggest wrestling podcast ever. And that's because yeah. of speaking down on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I started growing once I started dissing AEW. And yeah. so, so is it all just an act? It is, but it, I, it is and it isn't. It's I, I like AEW, but it's 
they give us content. They give it's so hard for me not to tweet about something towards someone. They yeah. literally give us content week after week after week. Uh, if it's not Lufisto dissing the females locker room, it's MGF yeah. dissing them. And then it's the right. FTR pulling out a gun. Then it's Jungle Boy fighting CM Punk. Then it's the referee almost getting um, Moxley killed. And it's just like, oh God. Yeah. what's next week? <laughs> yeah. And well, I mean, so they're content drivers. That's what they are. Big, big, big time. And, and they're my, just my... driving in that content for you left and right. Like, Personally, like I don't, I don't mind AEW. I watched since day one, and I've seen their rise, and I've seen them kind of stumble. And I always hope that they improve. Uh, I will call them out, of course, yeah. absolutely call them out on their shit, just like I would call out WWE on on their issues uh, or Impact Wrestling on their issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing all around. But absolutely love wrestling that's what it comes down to yeah like i'm i'm going to wrestle dream out here in seattle next nice. next sunday and i'm pretty freaking excited because the card is really stacked i've been to a lot of aw shows as of, yeah. uh as of this year too and i can't say anything bad about it it, it is empty but the camera right. people there are cool I, i'm able to sneak up to the front row i'll buy the cheapest tickets i'll wind up walking <laughs> to the front <laughs> and I interact with everybody, and they're so humble and cool. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, too bad. In an hour, I'll probably be on Twitter dissing you guys. But <laughs> thanks for the I mean, show. It, it's sorry, too bad. Not sorry. Because, yeah. So, so the Mass J and I, we talk a lot about, like, personally, I'll just say this: like, I love yeah. AEW for its existence. Just the yes. fact that somebody can say, like, because you know, hey, I don't want to work. 315 days a year you know i want to show up on wednesday and or saturday and be able to go home and not do that that schedule from wwe but at the same time the fact is if you're going to compete with the wwe and they are uh their words not mine yeah you have to be on that level to some form of an extent right and when you see like the stuff that people share each week it's not to say that the company's bad or this person's bad it's just we want oh, better, God. right? We want exactly. Better. We want better, and not better like oh, it's not good enough for us. It's like we don't want to see people get injured. We don't want to see the same sloppy mistakes. You know, I I haven't been watching it for too long, and that's because I'm a lapsed fan. Yes, um, and not I really hate on the product, but like mm. just in general. And so, like I, I've seen in the past, just kind of looking through it, people talking about the referee work and things like that, and. I see it, man. I see it. Like the rules like don't exist on certain things. And it's like, you do have to be clean when you're playing with the the top level, right? Like as, yes. as a musician, I'm a guitar player. I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I'm going to go rock a Guns N' Roses track, but go in there and just not play as good as I have to play in order to keep up with a slash. Right. So mm. I, I get it, you know, and then, and then it kind of turns into a thing. There's a few accounts that people kind of hate on Gareth. I didn't know people hated on you for this jobbers. Another one. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh my God. And, and they all like follow me <laughs> or I follow them, whatever, except for Gareth. I, I, I don't, I, I was don't good friends Gareth. with them in the beginning and we all blocked each other, but I'm sort of like in and out with Jobber Nation. And it's yeah. all a, it's all a fun skip behind the scenes. Yeah. And the reason why I blocked them, I think I got sort of um, tricked into thinking I was in a group with somebody, a long story within itself. And, and if he unblocked me, I would unblock him too. And I'd be like, Hey, what's up? But, um, yeah, I, I see the path you're going. It's just yeah, yeah. Those those accounts are for cutting you off. No, 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 you're good, man. I mean, this is your show at this yeah. point. When we I invite mean, you yeah, on, it's cut, all about cut you. Cut each so. other off. That's the, that's the best part is when we're cutting each other off. I mean, yeah, especially when it's fog talking. You know, just, just it's fine. Just, just, just keep on talking. Up. Just just, just like just you got the up. accent. 
I'm from Let New York, but talk. I don't have the accent like you do. So you just say, shut up, man. And I'll just shut up. You act like you, somebody You know what's so Texas, crazy man. about this whole entire wrestling thing? Like you said, I wanted one of my – I was nothing but positivity. I was going to be that person. I'm going to step yeah. away from it. I'm going to talk positive. And I, nothing grew. Not, my channel didn't grow. My yeah. Nothing grew. And then there, the only positive tweet that I put out there that did grow was, hey, all of the WWE fans that are hating AEW right now really wanted them to succeed because we were tired of the same boring Raw and SmackDown. And yeah. when those guys got released, we were happy. We we're like, yes, now we're going to be able to see like the Keith Lees of the world. We're going to see what... um. All the, the gauntlet of people that they got. We're going to see what yeah. they're going to do. They're going <laughs> to kick butt and we're going to watch. Like it's the Attitude Era. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Yeah. No, it didn't. No. And, yeah. and it's, it's oh. great talent too. It's not like right. they're not great, talented people, mm-hmm. but it's still the same thing. And they're not being utilized correctly or they're not being, you know, they had, they had CM the Punk, Daniel Bryan. Right. They had some. Amazing talent, and, and, they, and they picked out it. some of the yeah, they picked out some of the hot commodities that came out of NXT and just did nothing on the main roster. That like you were just mentioning, Keith Lee and Adam Colby. I, personally, and I, I mentioned this actually on one of the the previous episodes. Keith yes. Lee was I had a lot of hopes. I was like, man, I love Keith Same. Lee, and I was like, oh, this guy, I, I, he's I gonna agree. be world champion fast. Like even I'm WWE cold. put him straight into the title picture. They were like. First match, how about we have you basically squash Randy Orton? So, like, that's momentum right there. And he was kind of doing this friendship, not friendship thing with Drew McIntyre. And it's like, you got a guy here. I get it. You don't, you're not, you want him to be Bearcat, but like, you got something here, you know? Bearcat was so dumb. I don't care what anybody says. Looking back now, though, Bearcat doesn't seem too bad. It it still (laughs) seems bad, too. Oh, yeah. Even now is bad. Uh, I I feel bad for the guy because he's incredibly intelligent. Yeah, uh, he is a really good talker. So smart, and so smart. he can go in the ring. It's just, it's almost like he's chained up still. Dare I say, Keith yeah. Lee joining AEW is one of the building blocks that made me turn heel against AEW. And it all comes back to Twitter, the cesspool of Twitter. When <laughs> he left WWE, oh, this is the first one. You guys and everybody probably seen it on Twitter when he called out Walter, saying, "Oh man, I heard they changed Walter's yeah. name to Gunther." Too bad for you, right? And then it came back to bite him in the butt. Right. But then the other tweet that really got me upset at him was because I was on the I was on the Keith Lee bandwagon. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. get he's gonna be in fit. He's gonna do backflips. He's gonna have awesome matches with the young bucks, all this and that, and the third. But then he criticizes uh the WWE's medical team and that he wasn't getting paid and he was treated fairly. And the WWE website, like somebody, either Stephanie McMahon or WWE.com, the Twitter themselves, called him out and said, Yeah, they responded. Nope. Yeah, that that was funny. I'm not like, (laughs) I I remember reading that and I was just dying. I had to get up and walk away because I was, I couldn't breathe that they actually (laughs) called him out on that shit. Like, oh, you better. Well, you have to. You have to. When you're the machine that is WWE, the number mm-hmm. one, I don't, you know, you can get mad at me. I'm not saying my opinion. I'm telling you a fact. They're the number one wrestling company and we can thank mm-hmm. them for everything being in the mainstream that the eyes on the product in general, we can thank them for people wanting to watch AEW in many respects too. Um, because as, as you mentioned, Swerve, that was the alternative, especially during that era where it was like, how many times are we going to watch 
the street profits and the new day or whoever, you oh. know, the, just, just rematch like literally every time. week. Yeah. The bar, like, remember it was like the uh, bar yeah. and um, Usos. Yep. Yeah. Back to back. Like back. I'm going to throw up here. I'm going to throw up. You're feeding me this way too much. So, so yeah. So you have to come out and if you see something that's going to be brand damaging like that, you have to do that. Um, so listen, man, before you join, first of all, I do want to let people know and, and just correct me if I'm wrong, man, but your, yeah. uh, your, your at is at the swerve show and that's on YouTube. That's on X slash Twitter, right? Yes. That's it how is. people find you. All right, cool. Um, so, so if you want to get into this, I don't think this is, we have a couple topics. We're going to talk about some layoffs. We're going to talk about Jade Cargill. Okay. We are going to talk about CM Punk, but just so you're aware, <laughs> we, prior to you joining, we wanted to get the TV rights deal out of the way. Yeah. So, you know, SmackDown's going to be going with, uh, NBC. We have no information on raw. If you have thoughts on it, fine. Otherwise, I think that's kind of a boring topic and we can move on. But I to listened yeah. to um, um, one of Jim Cornette or either K100 last night, uh-huh. and they said that SmackDown is going to the USA Network yep. and that they're very fond on actually moving Monday Night Raw away from Mondays. Okay. And they weren't sure, but they were trying to break it down. I think him and Disco that Raw could actually be on NBC, the Antenna Network, the NBC Network. Yep. Or this is a this is a done fact. NXT and Raw, they're going to be off of USA. So it's either they're going to be on NBC or they're going to be on the Peacock app. Which that's so, all through the same company, though, right? Yeah, that's NBC I mean, Universal. Yes, but are you willing to pay $5 a month to watch Monday Night Raw now? That's a good question. I already do. I mean, you I mean, well, I, I have a good Peacock chunk too, already do. Yeah. yeah. That's so, a good point, but, though. It, it's it's one of the it's their longest running uh, episodic television show, and then to take that off, they lose that that title now because it's streaming, and that's not. I don't think that's going to count. Well, it's which I, I don't a know weekly show. It's a weekly show. Yeah, though. but it's not television, right? So it's going to be streaming. Still so, the same thing. Yeah. It's a title. I mean, that it's, it's, it's the longest it's the same thing. It's still going to be the same. But we'll see. I, I see. I see your argument with that, but I'm just saying, like, if it's on streaming, yeah. it doesn't really matter because it's still going to be a yeah. weekly episode type deal. I guess my it's thing is like just be weird that Raw is going to be on a streaming app rather than yeah. like because live TV, even though I don't have TV, I watch everything through a streaming app. Live TV just has something like a mystique to it. It does. So, it does. You, you Very uh, nostalgic at times. Yeah. It's, it's kind of so like old. Like I remember kid. back in the days um, when SmackDown was on UPN 9, they would always push <laughs> and it's um the Latin stars to be on there. That's where you had Rey Mysterio and yeah. Eddie Guerrero. And their reasoning for that was, and I'm 100% sure I read this on WrestleZone when that was popular back in the day, is that a lot of Hispanic families can't afford cable. So the only okay. way they could watch their superstars is on UPN9 on a free network. That's why okay. we're going to give you Alberto Del Rio, Eddie Guerrero. And and that worked out perfectly because that UPN9 SmackDown was... Right. And really? But now yeah, you're. Yeah, I remember those days, man. I, I definitely do. Those were good times too, though. But is it is raw? But like, um, Mass J, you said something about it, um, still being on USA or raw though. But like, if I'm not paying for the Peacock app, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to watch raw. I, I don't believe it's going to be switched over just yet. Um, anything that Disco Inferno says, I would never believe. Anyway. No, no, it's on a lot of. It's on all. It's oh, already a done deal I, almost. Oh wow. Yeah. I haven't heard anything at all about it leaving USA. I'll, I'll definitely look up, mm. look it up. But uh, yeah, yeah, as far as I know, they have not come to the terms, and there's other suitors that are trying to pick it up, including Amazon Prime, and I've heard Disney, and yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Amazon, Disney, and uh, NBCU are the only ones really 
going in discussions for this. Yeah. So I, I could see NXT dropping and Same going here. straight to uh, yeah, Peacock. I could see that. I and see I'd that. be okay with that. Raw yeah. dropping? Man. Because they're getting missed by the NFL. Yeah. I could yeah, see them possibly moving to Tuesdays. If they're going to take, I could see NXT being moved over uh, to the yeah. Peacock Network and then Raw and then, being yeah. that Tuesday. That would be very interesting. That's a I, I mean, I don't see it happening, but I mean, yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. Never say never in wrestling because shit, look what happened. WWE they're going to go with the money. By yeah. They already proved that it's all about the money. So someone, Disney yeah. comes up to them and says, hey, you're going TVG. And we're going to pay you $7 billion. It's not going to happen. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to do it, right? They're going to have Winnie the Pooh walk in the state. Whatever whatever the money brings is where they're going. Um, I want to get into some of the juicier stuff. If you guys don't mind, let's pivot real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about these these releases. And the reason I want to talk about that is because, A, it's a hot topic. But, B, Mm -hmm. there's a lot we can kind of get into. And then some of these people have already spoken out about certain things. And so here's a quick list. I'm not going to bring up the NXT names unless like it needs to be brought up. Like, or there's like a name that really pops off to me, which I don't think there is, but like, <laughs> so we got Dolph Ziggler and uh, I would say Shelton Benjamin being the two big surprises uh, for me personally, Dolph Ziggler and Shelton. Um, those, those two releases were like, okay, mm-hmm. that's a little shocking for me. Um, yeah. The rest is Elias, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, Riddick Moss, which I guess they changed his name back and I didn't catch on to that. Uh, Emma, Top Dollar. Dana Brooke, Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. Mansoor, Mace, and Shanky forgot Shanky. I'm sorry, Shanky. I I forgot Shanky was there. Poor, but um, poor Shanky. Poor Shanky. But like, poor just Shanky. real quick here. So oh. so my opinion is Dolph Ziggler and Shelton were two shocking ones. So I want your guys' thoughts on on this list, and if you think, hey, you know, I'm not that shocked. Great. But also. If you're following, Top Dalla is very active on X right now, talking about his time there, talking about music videos and, and music that he put together that apparently WWE was just not using. He's definitely, you know, I think that one is a little shocking because the other two out of originally four members of Hit Row are still there. So what are we going to do with them? Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, the other one, Rick Boogs just just post or went out and said something along the lines of, of uh he believes he got released due to a political power play backstage and i'm sure there's a couple couple more that that i missed here but let's start with you swerve get what are your thoughts on these releases do you think it was great do you have any ones that really stood out to you shocked you um i'm in the same boat as you i just read that one of the reasons why dolph ziggler was probably released is that he had a really really huge contract so that might be uh, a reason why okay. I would definitely like to hear. I heard about that Rick Boogs, Boogs situation. Yeah, uh, I didn't get to click on that to hear much about that. But everybody else, yeah, you have uh, Top Dollar doing nude pictures almost on Twitter. So he is very active on the X, taking yeah, full yeah. advantage of that. Yeah, and he said that he was sticking up for um, B Fab. So that's one of the reasons why. But if I had a chance, if there's one person I think they would sign. I would say it's Ali, Mustafa Ali. Uh, I think he could, he might wind up going to um, AEW. Yeah. Oh, top, yeah, he's definitely one. Yeah. Top dollar, would you want him to go in to AEW and join with um, Swerve Strickland after Swerve Strickland has been with so many factions? I don't think Swerve Strickland's going to go for that, but continue. And who else you have? Um, I mean, I can see Shelton Benjamin. Just, yeah, I, 
there I I, that, I I could see Emma and her boyfriend going back down yeah. to Impact Wrestling. Yep. So yeah, um, it's everybody that got released. Not a surprise. Maybe like you okay. said, Dolph. But when I found out about the the contract, that's about it. Um, what about you, Mess J? Yeah, real quick though, uh, oh, before you before oh, you get that thought, no, you're good. Fucker. I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you doing oh, that. But just you. real quick here, so uh, I, I you said something I forgot about it. You said mm. that he he had this huge contract, and now mm. um, BWE said, "Do not be surprised if some of these people come back." And that might be what you were about to touch on, uh, Jay. But like, I wonder if that's <laughs> what he's referring to. Is Dolph might come back? They're just like, "Hey, we can't pay you this much money now." So go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll take the heat. no. You're good. You'll you'll pay the price later. I um, will. So yeah, uh, no. I mean, I was shocked by every single one that gets re- got released. NXT and all because they're all really talented people that are trying to push forward and entertain the fans. But from a business aspect, the merger just happened. They're looking to reduce costs. And this always happens after any merger. Just look it up. You can Google any merger out there. Um, a lot of them are going to see their way to new homes. But there are going to be some that they will probably be back within a year to two. Period because they are that good or it's just they weren't being used yeah and that was the excuse that a lot of uh, uh wwe kind of put out was you're not being used you're being paid main uh main roster money yeah. but we're not seeing a return yeah so guess what we're cutting you. it yeah. it is what it is it's nothing personal it's just business uh as far as dolph ziggler who that was by far the most shocking release was dolph um, but his contract actually was ending, I believe, next year. Okay. So I don't know. I, I don't know where anybody else. Uh, does he join his brother, or does he? I th- I think he should, if he's mm-hmm. gonna go anywhere, if he even continues to wrestle, because he's got his comedy one man uh, tour stuff that he does, mm-hmm. and. He's a AEW will allow for that schedule a lot better too. I don't Very know if true. A family or not? Yeah. Uh, I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't. Nevertheless, know. I think it would be cool to see him and his brother work together or against yeah. each other. He I, could I help mean, his brother both, a lot. Yeah, I mean, his brother's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen a, him really do anything that bad. So, I mean, always room for improvement. But Dolph. Yeah. Dolph, yeah. I mean, Dolph's going to be fine. All these guys are going to be fine in the end. Mm. Uh, maybe not so much the performance center people because I don't know yeah. much about them. They weren't on. You said TV. everybody's going to be fine at the end. What about Matt Riddle? Yeah, okay, so I was going to bring count. Matt Riddle up because he wasn't part of that like budget it, scenario. He came after on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, tough tough call because like everything that we hear is all hearsay. Although yes. being the fact that he got released, you kind of have to assume a lot of it, if not all of it, is correct. And I don't know what's going on with the guy. I really wish him the best. And honestly, I used to see people all the time talking about how he has the deepest bag, and it's hard to argue that dude can go. That guy's mm-hmm. got like a move set like no one else. Um, I will say, you know, I kind of saw him floundering there for a while prior to his release. So I I still don't know if it's truly due to the issues, but I can tell you, you know, I'd be watching with my wife and we'd watch with him and Randy and they'd get these pops together and then Randy goes away and then they're kind of keeping that. And then, you know, within a month or two, I feel like he went ice cold. So like, do you guys think it's the backstage stuff is coming to life? Or do you think it's because it's ice cold and there's just, they're not going to turn on him. He's ice cold because 
Randy Orton's gone. Yeah. When I got Orton a little got injured, man. That yeah. was it. That was it for him. I yeah. think a okay. lot is going on with him backstage, though. I'm gonna give you like t- like yeah, 10 true. seconds. He's he, what he has baby mama drama. He's paying child support. He broke up with his wife. Okay. He's dating a porn star. Supposedly he's doing drugs backstage. Then oh, he's calling okay. out this guy at the TSA for sexual harassing him, and he deletes that tweet. Then you're like, he's doing like all this suppose like he's failed drug test and he has okay. all that going through his head. And then you add the wrestling drama, you know, just traveling with wrestlers backstage, all that adding up, piling, 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 piling on top. I feel like it, it, he probably showed a lot of that negativity backstage and WWE. They know like they've seen everybody through the gauntlet of how, yeah. you know. Through, through depression and he has a lot going on so oh, yeah him being released might be a blessing in disguise if you get his stuff together yeah but there's no and, way they were going to keep him and, around for that yeah and then we could see him come back he, he's one of those people that could uh be seen back in wwe but Same. first he needs to get his life together big time he's like a Shawn michaels to me i always thought of him like as a, a this this you know new version of Shawn michaels hbk he yeah. has the attitude the hair the body but uh, he could go yeah. and it was sad to see like you know i loved watching his matches and like i said i'm i literally sit next to my wife i go this guy's yeah. music hits and it's like quiet bro <laughs> loud music and it's quiet i'm like i, I hear yeah. nothing and i'd even replay it to be like maybe my maybe i'm just maybe i'm just thinking into my head too much and then the next person would come out in the match and i'd hear some noise even if it wasn't much i'm like it's that like dead silent it's like dead silent when his music was hitting which is weird because the yeah, I wonder if that's if, if you're one of the fans at a live in and sitting there live watching it and it's just a stereotype like are you do you really want to jump up and clap for a pothead gimmick that same bro yeah, like it's right, just right right even though he's awesome and I at home it. I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, you're there with your mom and dad. You're like, I, I don't support this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you're like, you're like, what's this he's talking I, about? <laughs> don't look at me, mom and dad. <laughs> like, yeah, so no, it, that's a good point too, right? And and they did kind of constantly push that, like, you know, hey, this guy's a pothead. Like, and he looked blitzed half the time when he's doing promos, right? Let's let let's not act like that. <laughs> that's his <laughs> permanent look, man. He, I mean, I'm just saying like, you, you don't know, but yeah. So Matt Riddle was an interesting one. And I I think you're right. There's so much stuff and there's gotta be some truth. They say there's truth, a little bit of truth to every room. So, um, what do you guys think happens with B fab and, uh, Ashanti? Ashanti got rid of top. B fab has the it factor. There's something she, B fab's gonna, uh, she's been training with Natty in the dungeon. That's what I hear. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they just need Top to dollar be, just just announced app. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, it's been known that she's been uh, in the dungeon working with Natty and okay. other talent. So I was, agree. Uh, and, and that's kind of, and this might be a good segue too, uh, if, if neither of you have anything else on that, but like, that's a good point is there's something about a person's look, right? And a lot of people don't want to talk about this. Like mm-hmm. Adam Cole is probably the best example. Be like, oh, you're body shaming him. It's like, listen, mm-hmm. he's close, but you, you, to be a believable heavyweight champion, there is that expectation. And people are saying it like you, you, you put everyone up against Brock Lesnar or Goldberg and you go, do I believe it? You know, and you can't have that underdog over and over, but like BFAP does have that kind of look to mm. her um right. and so speaking of look that it factor but just not quite there not quite utilized pro- possibly debatably to the best of their ability 
Jade Cargill is supposedly oh, yeah. done with AEW, signed with the WWE. My opinion was Jade Cargill was like their best shot at this big star that could be like that crossover star. But I just don't know that they have the tools, talking AEW, to to get someone there. Now, what do, what do you think about Jade Cargill, Swerve? What do you think about her coming to WWE, her time in AEW? Go off, man. Take your time. I think she's amazing. I've seen her um, wrestle, and she was mad, humble, and cool to the fans and the audience. And she is beautiful, man. Like, wow. There's some hot, amazing ladies on that roster in AEW. But when she came out, wow like she wow so she has that she is definitely going to make it in the wwe even if she's a manager like sable or something like that uh it's a shame that they gave her a 60 and 0 title reign just for it to disappear like that on a rampage against uh chris statlander it's also a shame that she had this huge feud with romeo or a little bow wow that went absolutely nowhere and hearing her on a podcast talking about how nobody helped her, I've always thought that Daniel Bryan was her mentor, yeah. but then she's talking about, they wanted me to hit somebody with a chair and I didn't know how to do it until CM yeah. Punk told me. And I'm like, right? I think it's jealousy. Like, why aren't they helping this lady? So she probably got fed up. Um, she's awesome. I'm a fan of hers. I was a huge fan of hers and Eddie Kingston. But then, unfortunately, when it went back to the Twitter and the cesspool and me getting caught up into that bubble, I did hate some of the way how she talked about some of the fans sort of throwing some racial things about, oh, it's those white guys. that If you're white and you're booing me, you're racist. And I'm like, I'm white. Yeah. Uh, And I'm like, I'm white and I'm cheering for you and I'm not racist. And that's when it just starts. Stuff started getting into like why I started to make fun of AEW more on Twitter. But I'm not racist. I know what she's talking about. Good for her. She's cool. If she, and I'm all for her. She has the it factor. She's pretty. And wrestling is easy. She'll learn how to wrestle. There's yeah. no doubt about it. She has a good foundation too, especially if that's coming, if she's, you know, if, if the absolute truth is nobody's helping her. Honestly, man. And, you know, kudos to Chris Statlander, who's my favorite uh, woman wrestler. But I thought they put on a hell of a match. To be they honest did. with you, on Rampage, really I thought that did. was a they great friggin' match. I mm-hmm. actually feel bad for Britt Baker having to follow that. I was like, that match was fantastic. And to your point, okay, mm-hmm. uh, to your point though, Swerve, like <laughs> yeah. they they really rushed that, and I'm wondering if that was that had to have been due to the contract because that that could have been a multi month feud because the story was great. Chris Statlander didn't beat her clean technically. She came out after she had just had a grueling match. Uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Taya Valkyrie, I believe that's how you say her name. And then yeah. Chris Statlander comes out and it's like, well, okay, you didn't really beat her. You know what I'm saying? So that story yeah. had to continue. And it's like, we're going to do this on Rampage, a taped show that's leaked. But then to so, play devil's advocate, a lot of people in the comments section said like, well, most of her matches were on Rampage. So it shouldn't be true. no surprise. <laughs> but that, that's you know. actually very true. I mean, most of her <laughs> yeah. matches were on Rampage. She was a Rampage mainstay, basically, and yeah. almost the star of that show in particular. Uh, but they, once again, you know, dropped the ball on another great piece of talent. And yeah, she's she'll be in WWE, and I don't believe she's going to be just a manager. She will get her hands dirty. Lord knows that she's got the chops to learn. Yeah. Uh, 
and that's the biggest thing with her is she just needs to learn the learn her her skill set better uh she's really got that image that you know mm-hmm. like swerve was saying that image is there she yeah. looks powerful she's gorgeous everything and then she now we just got to get her right in that ring and get her to hone in on all of her skills all of her moves and make her crisp we can get her crisp and make her ready for that tv time that big tv time drop her over to raw or drop her over to smackdown and just let her shine yeah what do you think about that swerve you think that's that's the way to go or do you think she'd be better suited as a manager Ooh, i think again with the rumors that she's going to be getting paid more than your usual nxt wrestler just because what tony khan has been giving her and she would have left AEW if she was going to get paid a lot less so do you bring her up in the main event as a powerhouse where she just does a few moves goes in there gives him a big boot leaves a ring and then continues practicing in nxt i i don't think he fully i don't think she's fully going to go to nxt or in the minors they're going to take advantage of her quickly and i think the time she gets signed, I'd say the next month she will be on on USC. I think she'll be on SmackDown or Raw ASAP. Within a month, that's cool. Well, really keep quick. in mind, keep in mind that Nick Khan wants to make sure that NXT becomes that third brand, like a solid mm-hmm. third brand. That I think they want to escape the fact that it's developmental, yeah, and turn it into something big. So if they throw her in NXT and make her the star, that's the, that's viewers. That's it right there. Yeah, and I don't know what the big difference. I, I know there's going to be some psychological difference between going from an AEW to a WWE because their their matches, everything is is kind of worked. I mean, it's it's pretty different in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's some differences. I don't know. I wonder how much time she really they're going to need with her backstage without being on TV to to get her to where they're they're comfortable with her on their TV screen. Whereas. Yeah. Not to knock AEW, but they, you're on your own. Like your gimmick is your gimmick. You came up with it. Your promo is your promo. You probably came up with that too. Go go out there. But WWE is very much more a well-oiled machine in that regard. So do you think a month's worth is, is like plenty of time to get her up to speed? I mean, she's talented. I think she's got that foundation. But do you think one month, two months, three months? Not up to speed as in that, but up to speed as in maybe like not to compare, but like what they just do with almost or like just yeah. tall guys that are rusty or new, just go in there, beat them up, walk over the top rope and just wait till they get their first real match, maybe for months down the line. Yeah. But keep them on TV, keep them on, keep them on air. See, you know, right. Right. Maybe, maybe she's somebody's manager. Maybe she plays, uh, uh, what's like, um, Trish Stratus and what's her name? Starks. Maybe she plays yeah. like a Starks role to somebody. Okay. That's very possible. Absolutely. Do you think, uh, I, I agree with you and I don't know, like, again, I don't work there. I don't have a source there, but like mm-hmm. I would, I would do exactly that. And the reason why is because at, at least a good chunk of the wrestling community, the the viewers, they mm-hmm. know they watch the backstage stuff. That's kind of been like, I, I feel like the backstage oh, yeah. stuff is the revitalization of wrestling because you're so interested <laughs> in that. And it's almost like if you took this away from us, I feel like you'd lose half your viewers. So center stage, man. Yeah. And and with that said, do you guys think like that they they I agree? And I think to your point, maybe maybe they need to do it because they capitalize on the buzz, right? 
Is that kind of yeah. what you're thinking? Like she's got the buzz. You can send her out there and squash some enhancement talent. Uh, yeah. Like you said, do the boot, do the thing, and then throw some promo packages the next week, some vignettes, and then have her come out again and squash some fools and then kind of keep that going for three or four months. Maybe give her her first match at Rumble or Mania even. Um, do you think the buzz, do you think we got to capitalize on that buzz? Yeah, definitely. And yeah. and if she's going to play a manager role, guess what? Her biggest feud is on that roster too. And she could be a manager well as well. And that's Brandy Rhodes. Yep. Yeah. They could continue slapping and playing so- karate, like she says, which I can't see on here, but that would be an amazing feud to continue. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. What you got? Jay. I think we lost you. Oh, I think sorry. your mic. Uh... No, I turned it off. Ah. Anyways, hey, uh, real quick, who do you think then would be the perfect fit for Jade if she was going to play the manager role? Oh, you swerve, I'm out. Swerve. Um, um, Brandy Rhodes. No, no, not not her uh, antagonist. Like, like what wrestler would she, would she manage? Okay. Ooh, that's a that's a good call. Yeah. Um, I would have I would have to say somebody small and petite and tiny. A Cora Jade just pops up into my mind for some reason. Um, whoever, whomever on um, Becky's fighting, um, that's a good question. I, I really don't know. It's just oh, every... Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany Stratton. I mean, you put Jade next to her, they and... do have the same type of body yeah. and goals. Their twitters are like identical. Oof, right? Does she still go by Jade Cargill? Is that her real like? Is that her real name or stage name? That's her I hear, real name. Yeah, that's that her, her real name? name. I believe that's her real name. And I heard someone just recently correct me because I saw some buzz of, I mean, I saw a trademark for a Jada yeah. Parker um, and I tweeted about that, but somebody like said that Jada. they think it's going to be Jade Cargill just spelled differently, kind of like what they did with Bianca yes. Belair. <laughs> Bianca <laughs> Belair's real name is Bianca Blair, now Bianca Ford, but they took her her original name, Bianca Blair, and they turned it into Bianca Belair. You know what Belair. they're going to do? They're going to take the I and oh, replace no. it with the letter Y like they do with Rhino and all these other guys. There it is. Uh, That's all. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I heard it's going to be something like J-A-Y-D-E and then C-A-R-G-E-L-L, oh. something like that. So it's just kind of like they own her name but not her name, you know? They so, like name her character Jade Storm after X Men, dude. That <laughs> right? She she could play that part, man. She's got the look for that, right? Oh, big time! Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, update so, uh, on her new name just came in an hour ago, but I'll get okay. to that later on. Um, update on you WWE ring names for Jade Cargill speculations. I'm gonna try yeah, to skip through it real quick, and it's yeah. from Russell Talk blah, 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 recently. PW Insider J- Jada Parker. I think that's what you just said, right? Yep. That's what I heard. That's what I read on a trademark. J A I D A. Yep. Um, Tiffany Caffey in the update trademark. The fact is not, but rather NXT. Hmm. It looks like what you said might be the the one Jada that's Parker. taking the lead. Yeah. It, it is what uh, it is. Uh, I mean, what you so got, Jay? That, uh, so that Jada Parker. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of people were thinking of. No, it's not. In an update, the trademark name is in fact. Uh, for uh, NXT prospect Tiana Cappy. I heard about that. I heard about that. Mm, who, uh, okay. recently changed her social media handles to include the name. That is there right. It says it on the bottom, too. Yeah. So it, okay. it's definitely not going to be, you know, her. <laughs> Thank gosh. I, I mean, 
why that's all i'm gonna say like why would you change her name when you've got you got the buzz you got the 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 chatter she's aew brought her in when ww wanted her in the first place um and she chose aew supposedly because of her family she got she's got a kid and ww said something to her along the lines of when you join us we become your family Mm -hmm. um Funny enough, seven days, six days, actually, I think before that, those rumors came out, she had done an interview and it looked like she was in like her RV and said like Tony Khan was the best boss. AEW is all she wanted to work for future women's champion. (laughs) So like something happened like really fast uh, in order to make that happen. But like, yeah, if if Tony's going to take her on, why completely change her name if she's already got a name, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I don't, I don't know, man, like. I heard from people that they've been interested for a while. And the moment they got the opportunity to talk to her, they took it. And then it was like pretty easy to drag her away from AEW too. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I've heard is it wasn't really difficult. WWE is going to pay her well. And uh, I don't know why she did that, that little uh, interview. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. Personally, I'm excited. As now, long as she doesn't show up as um, Natalia's right. 15th best friend in a tag team. That would uh, be... <laughs> staying quiet on that one. I love Natty. I do too, but how many best friends does she have in storylines <laughs> and they wind up turning on her? It's just like, ah! She yeah, some of that stuff it. just gets old. <laughs> it's like... Stop learning, Natty. Stop trusting people. I know you can... Wa- I know you follow me, Natty. I know we talk every once in a while, but listen. <laughs> stop. Stop trusting everybody. They're He's not giving you advice. Your friends, they're gonna hit you from behind. I promise. She's oh, like man. the inverse of Randy Orton, who you pair someone with him, and it's like, <laughs> uh, or Sheamus even. Sheamus <laughs> is notorious for that too. Like, just don't, just don't keep, you know, keep your eyes on on them. So, right. uh, quick pivot here. So, so we're mm-hmm. excited. I think oh. we're all in unison excited for Jade Cargo to come to WWE now. Sure. Would either of you, we'll start with you, Swerve, would you be mm-hmm. excited for CM Punk to come back to the WWE? Why are yes. We yes, if he joins NXT. Really? And the only reason why I say this, and it's just, it's a wild, crazy throw at the wall right there. I actually oh, watched WWE backstage Okay. And there were right. a lot of sad wrestlers that were up there. And I remember him interviewing Charlotte. And Charlotte was saying that she is very bored with wrestling. There isn't anything for her to do, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then CM Punk said, well, if you're bored, why don't you go down to NXT? Because that's what I would do. And shed some of your light onto the younger stars. Teach them. Go to NXT and become that wrestler. Become that mentor. Mentor, if I'm pronouncing it right. And and if he was and he sounded pretty strong about that, um, he 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 spoke a strong game, and if he's all about that, why wouldn't he go down there? And I I think I'll try to keep it short and sweet. I think no, that would sort time, of man. cushion the blow from fans attacking him, the AEW fans, the WWE fans, saying, "No, we don't want you. We don't want you on Raw to fight Cody. We don't want you to be on SmackDown to fight right. Roman." Oh, you're joining NXT. Wait a minute, CM Punk. He he's might have. Ch- that's that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Take Let me check that off. out. Yeah, take some heat off. Yeah, and then what? And what better way to throw it back at Tony Khan and the Young Bucks to have NXT beat AEW in ratings? 
that would be his oh, little caveat, yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, you know, I mean, the they, they already do with Rampage and Collision, so. And him and Jade Cargill are pretty cool. They've had that one interview, which is sort of ironic now when he's telling them not to join WWE because the grass isn't greener on the other side. But yeah, now, right. that's life cool for you. Point. But I say NXT. <laughs> that would um, be cool. I, I'm down yeah. with that, honestly. Oh, and, and with the X too. Who who wears the X on NXT? <laughs> It's perfect. It fits. Dude, you're uh, hired. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I was a huge punk fan. Mm-hmm. I was a huge punk fan when he went to AEW. Same here. I think uh, I'm not so much a punk fan anymore, uh, just because I think he is past his prime, and that was obvious in the ring. Uh, the man can still talk. That yeah. was obvious. So maybe he just needs to step out of the ring and just be, a, I don't know, an authority figure even. I don't maybe know. Maybe CM Punk becomes a manager and he rivals yeah. whoever Paul Heyman is managing. And I, I, that. Well, I, I could see NXT. I think that would be great. It would be I very interesting. And, and his mind would be overflowing with content. Yeah, well, maybe. Huh. Com- or manager, right? Commentator. <laughs> yeah. Commentator or yeah, manager, as one of you mentioned. Either or, that would be nice. Uh, but he's not gonna like. He's gonna pop the ratings for like maybe two, three weeks, guys. Yep. Let's face it. And then after that, it's gonna go back right back to normal because it's yep. CM Punk, and we've seen it all before, and we also know the backstage issues. And he does have an attitude issue. I don't know if it's just because of AEW, but he also had backstage issues in WWE. Even on what? backstage. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the limit, really, with this? How many how many times do we give him as fans? It makes it for it makes some juicy content, though, on all of us, for sure. It does make good content. I'll give you that. For... Like you said, Jay, I, I watch wrestling just to keep up with the drama online. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I'd be all that interested in it if I wasn't reading some BS backstage, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So let's uh so, so let's let's talk just briefly. I'm just curious about your thoughts, Swerve, on some stuff because Jay and mm-hmm. I go back and forth on this a lot. And like my mm-hmm. opinion is that, um, and the reason I bring this up is because CM Punk and and yeah, the the reason I actually kind of got into doing this vaccine stuff, doing the podcast stuff, I I opened a website, closed it real fast because that's just not I'm just not interested in that that kind of work. But um, oh, uh, JD from New York, right? That that's yeah. the oh. first person I saw. Um, I know the guy gets heat, but I, I did find an appreciation for his honesty, even though it's just opinions. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of people misunderstand the fact that he is speaking to creative like 95% of the time. He's not speaking to, about this person as a person. He's speaking to yeah. how they're being creatively booked. Uh, but I bring him up because there was a, a, a pocket of time where it felt like AEW and WWE were playing this game of football kind of coming out of that pandemic when you had that those Keith Lees and others joining AEW. We're waiting on someone, whether it be WWE or AEW, to pick up that ball and actually run with it and get the touchdown. Um, and the the phrase needle mover was being used. They Ooh. even turned it into a t-shirt from Roman. Yeah, yeah, game changer and needle mover. You heard game changer, you heard needle mover. Um, I am of the belief that there's not a person that's truly a needle, needle mover, like in longevity mm-hmm. i am of the belief that 
long-term, it's the company and the production and the creative and the stories. Um, and I, what do you think about that? Like we saw CM Punk over there, obviously you're going to pop ratings because there's all this buzz surrounding it, but even collision levels off dynamite didn't really go to 1.5 with him there. Do you think there is that needle mover or do you think it is the company's handling of their, their product being their person? What do you think about that? I think it's a little bit of both, but I think 85 to 90%, I guess it can't be a little bit of both. If I'm going to say this has to do with storylines yeah. just because of what we've seen recently with the bloodline and how far it took SmackDown to just dominate in ratings, which is crazy. And then when you had Dave Meltzer say that Sami Zayn was the reason why they were getting those high ratings in SmackDown, when he gets moved over to Monday Night Raw before football, those ratings didn't go up. The ratings for that bloodline storyline kept on going up. So it wasn't, he wasn't a needle mover. Uh, he could also, have kept, yeah. kind of kept it I fresh mean, and brought a new light to it, don't you did. think? Um, who Sami Zayn to bloodline? Yeah, Sami Zayn to yeah. bloodline. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I I recall him saying that um once he leaves, it's because of him. Oh um, uh they still had two million because Sami Zayn was on SmackDown, but Roman Reigns wasn't there. So Sami Zayn is still that man. People want to see Sami Zayn turn on one of the Usos, but then eventually that number started dwindling down. And I know, no, the numbers still stood the same. And when he went to Raw, those numbers still stood the same because, and it wasn't him. And he was like, say, oh, like if he goes to Raw, those numbers would jump up because people love Sami Zayn. Yeah. But then for AEW, I think they do have a needle mover. And that person is Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah, that's what I was and, thinking. And if they, the only and, one. And what I hate what they did, like he signed Daniel Bryan knowing that. He doesn't want any merchandise. He doesn't want the crowd to go, yes, 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 and doing the yes chance. And in the back of my head, I'm like, why the heck did I sign you for? Yeah. But I don't know if that, um, I'm trying to find that saying, if that um, ship has already left the dock, if they throw mm -hmm. the title on him, I do believe that they will get a million viewers and I'll be entertaining as long as it's not corny. Um, he yeah. still has a, a match left against Omega since they had that time limit draw. So right. that's why I said it's sort of 50, 50, because I believe AEW has needle movers in that, but then WWE has storylines because. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's what they do. Yeah. That's what, that's yeah. what, they, that's what they do. <laughs> they're, they're sports entertainment guys. They're not just hiring Hollywood writers. It's a, it's a soap opera for men basically. And actually, it's a soap opera for men and women now, and kids. Mm -hmm. And kids now, yeah. yeah I mean, they, they, they knew how to get some more eyes and get some more it. money. You get the because kids they, wanting to watch it, the parents are going to bring them. And they, and they did it at first to sacrifice against uh, the viewership of the hardcore wrestling fans. Yeah. And now we're finally back to that point where it's starting to, you know, to cater to both. It's a lot for the casuals yeah. and a lot for the hardcore wrestling fans. That's yeah. why we have laps fans coming back. Yeah, like me. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I came back as a last fan because I had a kid on the way. My wife was pregnant. It was a boy. And I'm like, he's probably going to like wrestling. Let's see what kind of crap is on TV now. Let's see how <laughs> many two first name wrestlers y'all are booking these days. So 
Um, thankfully Brock, Brock was there. (laughs) And, uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, Swerve. I I think Daniel Bryan going in and, you know, using his name, Brian Danielson. Now, um, I thought to myself, if I were booking him and I don't know, maybe he said no, but I thought if I were booking him, I'd find a way to get the belt on him pretty quickly because, you know, you, you need a strong champion. And when they put the belt on MJF, they were probably in the worst position to be putting the belt on an MJF, despite him being, in my opinion, the best thing in the company overall, because, you know, inclusive, inclusive of his age, right? I'm not, I'm not just saying, you know, Hey, he's better than Brian Danielson, but I'm saying as far as a futures concerned gimmick character, but I just, I just agree with you a hundred percent. I feel like maybe the ship has sailed, but I do think, that is is the world champion AEW has needed and booking him straight out of the gate when he chose to leave WWE they wanted him i believe to stay and then having him come in as like a main event enhancement talent i don't know that that was a great idea uh, and those heel opinion. promos he, oh that, that he was cutting were amazing yeah, yeah. They, that's yeah. another one they kind of dropped the ball on yeah if you think about it like yeah he's the face of collision now but that's only because punk is gone how ironic is that that he gets right? put in a position like that and that was the same position he was put in wwe because cm punk you know messed up exactly so i mean yeah i, th- I think they were he should have been champion JL already I, I, i'm so. really surprised he's not he was hasn't been the world heavyweight champion for AEW yet like it, it's just astounding you have probably like one of the best wrestlers on earth in your company mm-hmm available to be your top talent and you still don't do it wow like it's a little shocking that's, that, that's a tony Khan call too can't blame that on anybody yeah. it's talent's fault. i can't even believe him as a champion almost now like even the same with yeah. adam cole he's had so many chances that now what like if he wins at his at on his sixth try i'm supposed to be like yeah yeah, yeah he finally now did it well oh, okay <laughs> but it shouldn't take you six tries but whatever. yeah we talked about that with LA Knight last last mm, week where yeah. it's like LA Knight despite how over he is right now just his his um like yeah. win loss record over the last let's say year <laughs> since he's been on the main roster he just really doesn't have that that actual in ring momentum that he has out of the ring and like to just put a belt on him. It's like, you really wouldn't believe it. And so it's kind of the same thing. It's almost like, and and now Brian Danielson's talking about, he's ready to retire soon. And he promised, he made his daughter a promise. And yeah. So it's like, we got to get a move on this, right? Like we got to like turn these gears and I think it would do the company a lot of good. Um, Yeah. So I think there, there's a lot to say about that. At game least game. the ROH world title, something, something, anything, please. Uh, yeah. Tony, this is to you. Tony Khan, look at me. Give the title. Let's do it. Okay, Brian Danielson. He's going to be your top star. Please just do it. Hey, is that uh, the storyline? Is that the storyline where the mask comes off? If Brian Danielson wins it, you become the unmasked Jay. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll become a different masked Jay. How about that? It's not as exciting. So <laughs> we can, I mean, we can work. On it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you get the Bowser day. mask. No, we're not getting, I was thinking about mask. it, but then I'm like, uh, you it's going to mess up the headphones. It's going to mess up the hat. So cool, man. Well, listen, it's, it's been in here. <laughs> I'm in Florida y'all. So it's, it's real hot. Okay. So. You're screwed. I, I'm, I'm where Daniel, you know, Brian Danielson's from. So it's nice and rainy right now. Oh damn. Oh, I'm God. from New York city. So yeah. you're in Seattle. Well, we're all across. Yeah. Well, I'm Aberdeen. 
but yeah. Everything. Heck yeah. So we got the the curvature. We just need yeah. somebody from like California or Texas and Okay, we'll take that. You know what? I can make that happen soon. Let's Why do you it. take off your mask and you'll still just say you're from Texas. Exactly. We'll, no, we'll no, take no, the no, four no, corners. no. We'll take no. the four corners, right? No, yeah. I, uh, we actually have Rachel. If we can get Rachel on as well, then it would be like she's in uh I believe near California. LA. Yeah. yeah, she's near LA. So her there, me up here, and we got Swerve, and then we got Froggy over here. Yeah, we'll take the <laughs> we'll take the corners of the, Good. the US, right? <laughs> what on um, what days we'll, do you we'll guys usually act. go on live and do a podcast? It's Sundays or do you every Sunday, man? We like to do this stuff on Sundays. Uh, I mean, we both have uh, a family. We uh, yes. I have two yeah. kids. He's got a kid. You know, we're and I work and <laughs> we got a thousand masks. Uh, he's he's he he had to throw that in there to be like look this is not this is this is this is, there's a reason for look, this mask yeah it, it's honestly everything with this podcast as you call it but i don't like to call it that this is a talk show man this yeah, is us yeah. just ch- chatting away about wrestling and discussing yeah. it and bringing on friends and bringing on uh yeah. talent like uh we definitely have some people already lined up at this okay. point yeah and uh, i'm ready to you know just keep on talking about wrestling. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's AEW or WWE or Impact, which I want to get to Impact a lot more soon, too, because they're oh. they're sure. killing it, okay? And their production value is about to be jump-started. Like, yeah. they Why have is that? a huge production change coming. Huge production change coming for Impact. Uh, Impact Wrestling, man, I wish I never stopped um, reviewing. Yeah. They were one of the... I used, that was, that's what got me started... Their fan base is so loyal. Thursdays is a good night. Everybody's exhausted from SmackDown, Dynamite. Thursdays was just so perfect. But then you get trapped into the, let's roll, AEW, and you forget about Impact. Yeah, and and that's the problem. I think I'll I'll argue with people left and right about this. Everybody that's not watching Impact Wrestling at this point is missing out on good wrestling. Big time. I didn't say top-tier wrestling, even though they produce bangers left and right. Okay. But it's not this crap that it used to be back when it was TNA wrestling. It's the stigma. Dixie People Carter. still think yeah. it's yeah. Dixie Carter wrong, and it's whole, not. It's a whole different world, and uh, Scott Demore has done great things there. They had, they have, they're doing. I, I wish I could speak better. I didn't like do my practicing yeah. before, but um, <laughs> um, they do ROH better than oh AEW God, yeah. does ROH. I'm not when they invaded, there were when they invaded Impact Wrestling. They had a great reason for everything. Why do they have a locker room? Why do they have this? Why is this happening? Why, 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 why? And you're like, well, that makes sense. Holy crap. Like, this is awesome. This is ROH. And then on the other side of things, and I always tell my friends, I'm like, Impact Wrestling has one of the best, I say probably the best women's division, storyline-wise. If you want extreme, they have extreme. If you want um, cruiserweights, they have cruiserweights. If you want your little dose of, attitude nostalgia from the 90s they have that as explained this past week while team 3d showed up and um had a match everything they have everything perfectly inserted into impact but unfortunately nobody watches it because they think it's still tna and dixie carter unfortunately yeah dixie carter really really that's stigma but they're they're coming back i think they're doing really good now uh they're in a good spot and i think you're gonna see their viewership continue to increase over time 
Yeah. That stigma you, you're both referring to as a casual fan who only started rewatching wrestling like literally four years ago, I knew yeah. about it. And because I, I was watching like clips of uh, TNA back like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, I was very yeah. interested in what oh, they yeah. were doing. So when I was not a wrestling fan, I was watching that. And then Sting was over there. And I was very interested. But that stigma has carried into AEW and they're not making it any better because they brought in Jeff Jarrett. And that's a lot of people have been <laughs> calling them like NWA, WCW you know, TNA. like they're trying too hard to Sun copy. Duck, yeah. Jay Lethal. Yeah. <laughs> like people like it's too, it's too, it's like too much TNA feeling, you know, just. Yeah, so that stigma is mean, real. That, that's, that's a real Tony, stigma. It's, it's Tony Khan's fault though. He's the one that's doing all this. He's the one making the calls, right? Who writes yeah. the so, checks, right? Yeah. Who writes the checks? Tony Khan. And he's the one that likes to, you know, make sure he controls every little cog in this machine. And the machine isn't doing that yeah outside of wembley you know how are their ticket sales again how are the ratings yeah unfortunately man it's very it's unfortunate because yeah. they have talent they have real they talent there would they be getting a million though because remember back in the day when they no. said that they were going to go live on in on the west coast and that's going to affect their viewership because people are still at work and they're not going to be able to hit that million i still feel like sometimes they might have you know those I think they could have hit a million. Yeah, that, and I, I always feel like I always I was a, a huge AEW fan in the beginning. I feel like yeah. the pandemic hit them hard big time. That messed up their their flow big time. And I loved what they used to do during the pay per views. Remember with the lights, the entrance. Um, they used to have like the the bracelets that would light up with the entrance theme oh, songs yeah. of wrestlers. I was a fan of that and everything. And I'm like, I believe that. Hey. Um, Darby Allen could become a champion. I believed Pac could be a champion, but then Pac was stuck overseas. He couldn't play in that game. And then it's just it Darby Allen is Darby Allen is a star waiting. He is their Jeff Hardy. I'm sorry. I, that's a fact. I no, I'm watching true. for Darby Allen. And I'm my wife is like my wife's super casual and she's like, dude, this dude's nuts. But he's got a good look. You got kids that are gonna want to look up to him. And like that's I think that's the big thing, man, that we we talk about a lot is like yeah. our, our love, general love for AEW is also like Again, we just want to see them do the things that are going to bring in more fans. This isn't for us. You know, we'll yeah. watch it regardless. But like, you got to capitalize on these people. You got to build these people. You got to make them consistent. I don't know how much people care about Jungle Boy Jack Perry, but like, yeah. it, should he be developed more than a Darby Allen? I can't say yes or no. I don't know that a lot of the the topper, you know, the, the more upper guys really deserve that spot better than your, your Darby Allens. And hopefully Swerve now takes one of those spots because yeah. he's really positioned yeah. himself well or daniel bryan and he just oh, we it. go on it's funny yeah, but yeah. Swerve too i talk hell of crap about him online and then i bumped into <laughs> him backstage and he doesn't know it was me and he's super cool and like humble yeah. and everything it's and i'm like down, down to earth damn down, right? <laughs> what was that again i uh he's down to earth isn't he very yeah. cool very professional yeah, very calm. Yeah. yeah i'm rooting for him hard he, he, man. Like, I, I just want to see that guy succeed. now yeah. i mean when he first got released uh, mm -hmm. from wwe i was like yeah whatever okay but mm -hmm. man the, the, the guy is killing it right now but then is it because this is when i get into the little rumors and gossips and bs that gets people um that gets people like talking i heard the only reason why he has that position is because of williams um i forgot his name somebody williams he used to work with rap city on fightful and now he's like the social media ambassador and he does um, oh uh will washington will washington and that's his cousin and they're related so I don't, I don't know, know if he has any. I, I doubt that he has any pull, but it's sort of 
uh, I could go down a little rabbit hole of negativity, but I'm still chair for him though. So I want him to, yeah. um, you know, this this guy's talented and he's showcasing his talents to us. And uh, that's all, you know, we can ask for in this case, whether that is the business one way or not. That is, yeah. I mean, Triple H will even tell you. I mean, like, he, he, he'll, I mean, he did a promo, I think, against CM Punk, where he says, like, the difference between you and I is I'll, I'm going to tell them I'm going to walk over them to get to where I want to go. So, you know, that's real. That's not like, you know, that's not fully a work. That's, that's super shoot right there. So, but, but if, if he can't into a shoot, brother, if he can't, (laughs) if he can't take the ball, swerve and run with it, Mm -hmm. which, Thankfully, they're giving him. I think they're building him probably better than they've ever built anyone because he's not just wrestling. He's also doing vignettes. He's doing a lot of original backstage, whether or not you liked him basically, you know, murdering Nick Wayne. I mean, it was still a backstage segment that was very unique to the product. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just I think the guy's got a lot going for him. Hopefully, you know, AEW kind of picks up some of this stuff and realizes what they got to do and. I am. I am also excited to see what Impact does. You know, they said there's a new era approaching, so I don't know what yeah. that's about. Let's see. We're Same gonna find out. Different day. Yeah. <laughs> the new era. The, the new, new era. era of Tony Khan running more stuff into the ground. No, oh, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna pray. We're uh, gonna hope it's something bigger and better. Yeah. I am. And with I that, really... Swerve, bring us home, man. Talk talk to us about what you're doing, what you got lined up. Give yourself that promo that I wish I could give you, but I gave you everything I had in the beginning. I hope that was good enough. Talk to us, man. All right, let's see if I can do it. Good good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy here, Swerve Show, live on the podcast with Fog Jones. And as the Mass J, thank you for letting me be on. I'm on all social media, podcast platforms, et cetera, as the Swerve Show, mostly on Twitter. Unfortunately, I'm hating on AEW, but a lot of people on Twitter don't know that I actually like watching AEW. I'm a hate watcher. Like Howard Stern says, most of his fans come from people that hate watching and listening to him so they can complain. But I love talking about wrestling. And I'm out of breath right now. So <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. I had so, to keep up with you in the beginning, but um, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm I'm just for a show. I I I just love talking about wrestling. I got at when it are you on? Yeah, uh, is I'm it trying sporadic to get back or are you on schedule? Sp- sporadic. It used to cool. be on after like raw reviews Wednesdays and that, but brutal. it it burnt me out big that's time. Brutal. It's too much. I won't do it. It is so. It. Yeah, and that's why we chose once a week and Sundays. Yeah. But hey, if you got a show, uh, you never know when the Mass J just might pop up. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Love to be on with you, too. Yeah, I'd love to love to join you sometime. And if if you will uh, say it live, you don't have to, but uh, love to have you back on here. We'll send you the schedule. We got some we got some openings in uh, November or December. I'll have to double check, but I'll I'll send Mm -hmm. some stuff over to you this week and love to have you back, man. It was good chatting with you. Heck yeah, Yeah. definitely. Thank you very much, guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. You have a good one. Thanks for listening to Not Another Wrestling Talk Show. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. You can also find us on x slash Twitter, at the Fog Jones, and at Feed Your Mask. Your support helps us continue making this show and bringing you more great content. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.